This is Fred Stoller. You may know me from Seinfeld, Dumb and Dumber, Get Off the Phone, Everybody Loves Raymond, and the original OG Thrill Seeker. You know what I did? I'm going to rent a movie. I'm not going to rewind it. That's why I love this podcast. You are listening to Massive Late Fee with Mike and Mark. Oh, yeah. I used to just uh, return videos and not rewind them. Screw the late fee. Yeah. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Massive Late Fee. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my co-host, Mike. How are you doing, Mike? Not too bad. And yourself? Pretty good. Uh, I guess we'll be getting another stimulus check pretty soon, so that's nice. That's what I uh, read. Yeah, that's always good. Uh, Anyway, so, um, Mike, news. I've got a couple pieces of news that might be of interest, I suppose. Have you... Now, I haven't really been following this. This this deviates from what we usually talk about as far as news, unless we're making fun of it on Bossip or whatever. But uh, not that we would make fun of the good people at Bossip. But have you been following any of this Meghan Markle, uh, Prince Harry stuff? I guess they had a an interview with Oprah yesterday. Yeah, I don't really follow that. I'm not British. Right. Well, she's not either, apparently. And I guess she's black. Yeah. From the United States. Yep. But uh, yeah, I guess she's. I get. I guess she's black. I don't know. Um, she has yeah, not... black heritage, or she's biracial, or something. I don't know. To tell you the truth, I couldn't pick her out of a lineup. <laughs> if you, I know no, she was on yeah, a show or something like that, but I don't. I don't. I don't even remember what show it was on. I think it's the show Suits, which I've never seen. Yeah, oh, no, no, that's not correct. Someone recommended it to me. I couldn't get through the first episode. I don't know if she was on that episode even. Mm, yeah, see, I don't. Uh, I'm not aware of her, and I mean, like, I'm aware of her name, but I don't know. I don't know anything about her. Like, I don't know what she looks like. I don't know uh, anything really about her other than she was an actress and she married uh, Prince uh, Harry. So, but apparently she's black and I guess there was, uh, accusations of racism against the Royal family. Can you, can you imagine Mike, a queen that, that took, uh, the reign first in 1956, I think she was born in, I don't know, the, the twenties, um, or the, or the thirties or, or something. But, uh, can you imagine a British Royal born in the 30s, being racist. I mean, is that even the case? I, I honestly I don't, know. don't know anything about this. I Well, that's what, like I said, I heard that they, uh, they, um, uh, let's see, they, they were answering Oprah's questions uh, about Archie's skin tone and lack of security. That's their, their <clears> son. Uh, apparently they had racist concerns regarding, uh, Archie's skin tone. So, I, I, mean, I mean, like, this is even. I mean, he's not ever going to be king any either. Anyways, like he's like you know how far down in the uh, you know Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, he's not going to be king. That's that's true. Um, Why do they even have a royal family? I don't. I don't understand. That's the one thing I learned about. Uh, you know, Britain. They still have a fucking royal family. It's it's 2021. Yeah, it is ridiculous. Uh, I do like the one quote that I like from. Uh, from the thing is when they wrote a uh when they wrote an 80s romance ballad together uh 
I guess Harry says, I've got you, you've got me, we got each other. Huh? That's what they said. Very nice. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so um, that's that. And the other piece of news that came across my desk today, because I have people just putting news on my desk, apparently, is that there's a... a a documentary about Kevin Smith called Clerk, uh, which will be coming out soon. Is it? Is he involved in it? Like, I mean, is he? Is it with his consent? I suppose is what I'm asking. Yes, it's with his consent, meaning it oh, will good. be flammable. More, more Kevin Smith talking about Kevin Smith. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> as long as it stops him from making new movies, I'm all for it. It's the uh, South by Southwest trailer is out now. The Amazing Adventures of Kevin Smith called clerk i don't know much about it other than the fact that this trailer dropped let me see if i can i'll, I'll check that out but i mean i'm 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 perfectly fine with just having kevin smith uh like wait i heard what, what it's called when he like goes and like basically does kind of stand up oh yeah the you know road, road show thing is i think they call him yeah that, that's great i mean his movies are not good anymore yeah agreed apparently malcolm ingram made this and yeah, I don't know. It's coming out March seventeenth, St. Patrick's Day. Hmm. Wonder if he'll talk about pot in it. Oh, come on! He'd never do that. <laughs> Actually, I think I read that he he's he's making. I don't know if it's an actual like store or not in like a New Jersey now that they've yeah legalized the devil's lettuce. Yeah, they did legalize it. He released a press statement from Jay and Silent Bob, which said, "You fuck you fuckers have." Uh, Taking away our livelihood or something like that. Very good. But money can still be made. I feel like Bob would would, would uh, buy them a dispensary or something, right? Yeah, or unless he's uh, telling that Chasing Amy story again. Right. I mean, they've got money. They got it from that movie shit. Yeah, I, I, I honestly have... Uh, I, I, I have, like... I, this is going to be a weird example because I don't know about anybody but, but me has seen this movie. But have you ever seen the Neverending Story Part Two? Yes. You know, like how like every time like he does something, like he loses a memory. Yeah. Yes. I feel like every time I see a new Kevin Smith product, it like just like erases an old memory. So I have no idea what the fuck they're even the timeline <laughs> is with this shit now. <laughs> All I know is you can't seem to find Dogma anywhere, which is like his one good movie. I mean, yeah. is that still controversial? Was it ever controversial? Uh, it was controversial. I mean, I mean, I mean really them. controversial. Not, I mean, first of all, it's a fucking Kevin Smith movie, right? It was, it was a it very was, good one. It was controversial amongst a handful of Catholics in New Jersey. That's pretty much it. It's basically like I think this group that protested is basically a guy like legitimately his office is in his basement and he like he writes letters over any like thing that's not you know one hundred percent compatible with you know the Catholic doctrine. What a great thing or to be known for dogma, if you would, right? Oh, uh, yeah, what a great thing to be known for. Congratulations, it's like a, sir. It's like that guy, I, th- I think his name is Jack Chick, like the Chick Track. So, like, all those, like, oh, uh, hugging a, a same-sex uh, friend means you're going to hell. Oh, my God. I mean, that's a slight exaggeration, but you used to find them, like, you know, at stores. Like, I was at the store a couple weeks ago, and some lady uh, uh, tried to hand me one of those things, and I uh, said some uh, unpleasant things, uh, which I kind of regret just because... Uh, <laughs> I don't think I said them loud enough for her to hear. Right. Oh, man. Like, but yeah, it's just like, fuck off. 
You know what I think is funny about that never-ending story, too? Is that he... he Jonathan Brain has killed himself? He wishes... That's right? not funny. He wishes for... Either that or fucking Darwin did it. He wishes for a sta- like a stare. Doesn't he wish for, like, one stare at a time? Yeah, he's, like, not specific enough, so they give him, like, one, like, little, like... It's like a hand. It's like a. It's like in a wall or something, is it? Yeah, something like, like that. Anything like <laughs> he just like loses like three memories right off the bat. Just wish for the whole thing, you idiot. What if you could select the me- the memories though? Oh, like a like a PlayStation Two select screen. I mean, like oh, I want to I want to forget that time that I broke my ankle. Oh, ooh, the ones that you would forget. Yeah, that would be that'd be pretty good. That'd be like Dianetics. When you go clear, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I still think there's something to Scientology just without the whole uh, alien, you know, thing. You think Thetans? No, so without Thetans? No, no, I mean the idea of not, you know, actual tangible things like infecting your soul. But I mean, if you think about it, your your brain is constantly under attack by, you know, bad ideas, you know, bad information. I mean, you really do need to kind of come to a place where you're able to, you know, disregard that. Yeah, where you can go and, clear. And buy a failed science fiction writer giant boat in the process. Exactly. <laughs> Allegedly off a bet with his friend. Yes. Anyway, so, um, Mike, I saw coming to America, they, they, they continued the 80s vibe of the whole thing by just having the two be a number two, coming to America. I believe you also watched it. Yeah, I also saw it. Um, I watched it on Friday when it came out. What did you think? What did you think? Okay, you want me to what, answer? No, no. I'll no, answer. I'll answer. Uh, I, I, I've read, I read a couple of reviews ahead of time, you know, that basically, they're like, oh, this movie's not good. I didn't think it was a bad movie. I didn't think it was a great movie, but I mean, it was entertaining. It had entertainment value. I mean, will I watch it again? I don't think so, but I mean, I, I mean, actually, that's not true. I might watch it with my wife because I watched it with my uh, Friend Matt, happy birthday, by the way, Matt, who never has once listened to this show and never will. Happy birthday, man. I hope you burn in hell. Jeez. Well, he never listens, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's true. Is, um, that, is, that, is that your chick track? You don't listen to this podcast, you're going to burn forever. Exactly. There you go. I do feel that anyone that doesn't listen to this podcast will burn in hell. Oh, um, I didn't like it. I did not like the movie. I, I had a, I had many thoughts about this movie. Um, one, I like you know, you know how sometimes they'll do a bottle episode of um, of a show like like Will Smith and and his love interest of the week will get trapped in a uh, a closet and then they have to reminisce about all the other the the older episodes that happened and they just show clips. This was like best of coming to America because <laughs> there was at least I feel that's not a, a bottle episode. That's more of a clip show episode you're talking about. Yeah. Well, the, the, this this felt a lot like that where they'd be like, oh, we all know the stories about Prince Akeem. Let's show you some clips from coming to America. And they <laughs> at they, some points, literally, they did that twice. They twice they they had uh, that. They also, inexplicably, uh, when they were having a, a funeral from James Earl Jones, uh, not not uh, King Joffrey, but James Earl Jones, um, but uh, they a 90s concert broke out for some reason, and Vogue was there, and then Salt and Peppa, 
And it's like... Yeah, I, I don't get that either. I don't understand. That's who they could afford, I guess? I don't know. I, I'm not sure if they just like figured like everybody who would know who that was. I guess. I mean, uh, and Morgan Freeman was there. They threw a lot of money at, let's put every human being into this film. I'm surprised that uh, that Samuel L. Jackson didn't appear in this movie at some point. Yeah. The only I person... Like, I like... Tr- Good. I was just going to say, the only person that didn't appear in it was the Queen, and that's because she died in 1995. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, there was quite a few callbacks. I mean, mm-hmm. by callbacks, I mean, like, you know, Louis Anderson was in there for a second. Yes. Um, yep. John Amos is in there. Uh, mm-hmm. The twins, the rapping twins were in the first one. Yep. They come back. The girl that's still barking like a dog 30 yeah, which, years which, later. Yeah, which uh, turns out that it was like their neighboring kingdom, which is more like an African warlord led by uh, Wesley Snipes. Yeah, Nextoria or whatever it's called. That was yeah, 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 yeah. That was ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah, like I get the joke, but it's so simplistic. It's like did did your five year old write that joke? Yeah, that wasn't a very good one. Uh, I didn't like Wesley Snipes in it, though. I think he's pretty good in comedy, to be honest with you. I did. I, I liked Wesley Snipes a lot. He was one of the highlights for me. I don't think he had enough to do, but he was one yeah, of the I highlights. Wish, uh, I wish Tracy Morgan had more to do as well. I mean, he's, you mm-hmm. know, it seems like a perfect setup. Like, you know, him is like this uncle of this kid who suddenly realizes he's the uh, heir to the throne of. And, and this movie, it, it ended exactly as everyone thought it would correct. I mean, there, yeah. there was, I mean, there was no surprise or anything whatsoever for the ending of the movie. Yeah, I agree. But I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, Tracy Morgan's hilarious. I mean, I guess originally they wanted him to be the son, but then like our city hall's like, yeah, he's almost as old as us. So it doesn't really make any sense. Right. And even really the, uh, it doesn't make sense how old the son is because he's like supposed to be 30, but it's 2021. So it didn't come out in 91. Yeah. I don't get that either. Came out what in 88, I think. Um, maybe. I mean, I thought it came out a little earlier than that, but I could be wrong. I guess, I guess they could fudge it too. I mean, maybe it was 32. I don't really remember, but I mean, the guy who played his son was fine, but I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't really... Nothing of interest happens in this movie. Yeah, that's part of my problem is that and it doesn't have any of the charisma or charm of the original movie. Like, for instance, and I'll give you one of the things that really struck me. Uh, Lisa's a a little upset at him because um, he's, you know, not being the progressive leader that we all wanted him to be Obama (laughs) um, of his country. And... um, you know, she gets all upset and it's their anniversary. So uh, he re- kind of recreates that that scene that she wasn't around for because it was after their date, their first date. But uh, the, uh, you know, some like uh, someone to kiss, you know, um, to be loved where he's singing that. Right. Well, they have a professional singer who's very good singing this song as she comes out and it's all the bands playing and and there's a bunch of roses there and everything. And yes, the song sounds better because it's being sung by a professional singer. But the charm of Eddie Murphy bawling that song into the night with just his warbly, you know, regular voice that doesn't sound great, that had like a charm and a humor to it that 
this recreation doesn't. And to me, that's kind of emblematic of most of the movie. I mean, uh, a lot of the movie is just like, uh, hey, remember, uh, you know, like uh, it's it's like you could almost like see like Eddie Murphy standing to the side of like, you know, the, the camera going, eh, mm-hmm. remember? Yeah. Remember? Yeah. It's like Seth MacFarlane did the uh, screenplay for this. Yeah. The, and that's the screenplay is one of the biggest failings to me. I, I think the nuts and bolts of this movie are, are is what fails it. I, the performances are, are fine. Some of them very good. Like like you said, like Wesley Snipes, like Tracy Morgan. Um, you know, some of them are even Leslie Jones's performance is pretty is pretty good. Um Yeah, I like her. She's pretty funny. And the 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 oldest daughter, she does pretty well too. She she again doesn't get enough to do, but you know, she does pretty well as well. So I, I like the performances. John Amos comes in and has and has a uh you know, kind of a, like a serious scene towards the end of the movie. And he's, I mean, he's a legend. He's very good uh, in that too. But I think where the movie fails is the movie fails in the, the screenwriting and, and, you know, that kind of the, the, the nuts and bolts plot elements, I think are what, what brings this movie down. I know you have to get him to America for some reason. I think the conceit that's the kind of the retcon of, Oh, he, you know, was basically raped um, before he met Lisa by Leslie Jones's character. That's fine. You know, so he has an illegitimate son. I think that's fine. That's a fine excuse to get him to America. But this yeah, look at his wife's mad about it. Yeah, exactly. But this movie, this movie doesn't have enough. Like, it, it doesn't know what it wants to be. It, it should have either all been in America or or. I mean, most of it's in Zamunda, which is fine, but, like, then we're just walking around a palace, and it's, like, a very generic set, and it doesn't, I don't know, it just doesn't have the same charisma. The, like I said, the, the the original is a classic fish-out-of-water story. That's where so much of the humor comes from. And then some of these wacky elements. This one is more like, what are the, what are the funniest things that we can think of and the weirdest situations and, and almost like a sketch comedy movie? Let's just throw everything at a wall. So many scenes just they start and they just end so quickly and they don't build on anything else and it's just like look at this thing. Um one of the things I thought was slyly funny that they never addressed and I'm glad they never addressed it is that those fucking guys in that barbershop it's 30 years later and they look exactly the same. <laughs> I liked that. I thought that was funny. Everyone else is visibly older, and it's just like this nexus in the universe where time stands still, and they're just always standing there talking about boxing. Yeah, yeah. It's funny they did update the uh, the fighters. But um, actually, I realize, uh, I think Lisa's sister, I can't remember her name, she's not in this movie, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot to look her up, too. I looked up the queen. She AIDS. She was a hoe. Right. <laughs> probably probably not actually. I um I I looked up the queen because I, I was I, I thought to myself, I was like, she's prop she's probably not with us anymore. That's uh that's probably why she's not in this movie. And uh unfortunately that is true. She she died in ninety five, like I pointed out, of uh, leukemia. Um uh Madge Sinclair. Uh from Roots too. She was in the Roots. Uh Lisa's sister. What, and the and the she, Lion King. Yeah, that's right. Um, they play the same. Here we go. Allison Dean is her name. Oh, she's uh, 
She's um, Dean Stockwell's sister. Yes. No, Dean Kane's sister. Sorry. Um, nice. Let's let's see. She's known for Speed Two Cruise Control. I don't I've have. I've seen Speed Two. I don't have a. Let's see. She doesn't have a Wikipedia for some reason. The last movie she did was a short called The Talk in 2019. She was also in... Is that the TV, isn't that a TV show? Or no, is it also a movie? No, it's, it's some short film. She was also in the TV movie Zodiac. I haven't seen that. I saw the uh, movie movie Zodiac. Yeah, me too. The real one. <laughs> the David Fincher movie. So it says she's... Hello, it says real she's, Zodiac? <laughs> Only Ted Cruz's family can do that, though. They've got, they've got his number. Um, it says she's 51, born in 1970 and in Wichita, Kansas, and that's all it says. So I assume that she is still alive. Oh, here's an article. Why, yeah. didn't, why didn't she come back? I mean, there's a picture of her. So, you oh, know. a picture. Yeah. Oh, and they also one thing that I thought was uh, was interesting is that for some reason they wanted to continue to hammer back the fact that um, the Duke brothers uh, exist in this universe because this exists in the same universe as Trading Places. Um, oh so, yeah, I thought you meant Luke and a Bo, but they're cousins, right? So they got, so they got um, David. <laughs> yeah, didn't know that one. They got professional um, professional country club guests. Uh, Colin Jost to be uh, to be the Duke uh, Scion. So he's in this movie for a minute to. Oh to, yeah, that's right. To talk about. I forgot he was in there. To talk about stereotypes uh, of black people, and uh, yeah, then he leaves. You know, one of the things I thought was going to happen, I thought one of the twists was going to be he's not really his son. Yeah, they I mean, never I they never test be, that. I... They're just like, oh yeah, no. Well, I guess you, you could argue that they did ahead of time, you know, which is how they had this, like, you know, knowledge. I'm sure Simi would have, like, you know, vetted. Oh, no, we know Simi would have done that. Who am, mm-hmm. I, who am I kidding? You would hope at least somebody would have vetted this, you know, or you would think uh, Wesley Snipes' guy, I can't remember his name, might have, like, you know, if he if it wasn't true, he might have, you know, spoiled it. But, yeah, it was kind of like, oh, gee, I wonder if he will be progressive like his wife, who is now a complete bitch for some reason. It never was before. Yeah, I don't get that either. I mean, not the entire movie, but it's like she's like adopted this like royal personality. Mm. But I mean, it's it's. I mean, when she was really like very you know nice and down to earth in the uh, first one. Yeah, she was. You know, she was rejecting Eric LaSalle because he was too high class for her. Um, what I don't understand is another she, person missing. Yeah, she does. She does say to him, "Oh, I thought you were supposed to be different, and you were supposed to make changes and stuff like that." And it's like, well, did he? I mean, is it is it any different? Because at the beginning he's you know he's fighting with his daughters, uh, you know in a good way, a training exercise with those bow staffs they use, and I love that the the, the uh, what's his name Wesley Snipes guys come in with machine guns. You know Samuel Jackson Samuel Jackson was in the movie because remember they did the flashback. Oh yeah, that's true. They did. <laughs> but yeah, I love that the that his dudes come in with machine guns, but they never use them. They all just fight with bow staffs for some reason. But they must be big fans of uh, Donatello. But anyway, so who isn't? Um, well, he does machines in a sexual way. Um, <laughs> so does uh, uh, Scarlet Witch apparently because of the vision. 
Uh, that's a Scarlet Witch shout out for all for the one person that listen that uh, listens that still likes the MCU. Um, what was I saying? But yeah, so like he he's training with them at the beginning, and it all looks like you know they're being progressive or whatever. He's being the inter- intermediary between his father, who apparently wants the him to have a son, and the daughters. But she's been there in this, you know, with him for this 30 years. She's never said to him, hey, why why are you acting like that? Don't, I mean, like, should, are, are, we, are we to believe that they've been married 30 years and she's never once nagged him about not being progressive enough? Right. Yeah, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Here's this. Okay, ar- he was like shocked that she had been with men before him. I mean, what the fuck did he think she was doing with Sogol over there? Right. That's not the only hair that was dripping. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does mention that. Or they do mention that, and it's like she was a full grown adult, like like twenty five, twenty six years old when they met. So, um. But this, so this article says, why didn't Allison Dean return for coming to American to America too? And then it says Patrice fans react. So I, I don't, I don't know what that means. Patrice, I, o- I don't know either. Patrice O'Neill. Is that the character's name? I, oh, oh yeah. It must be her character's name. Right. So here's, let me, how long into this article? It's like Ernie Hudson's last name where it's like, who the fuck knows this? Right. How, how Ernie Hudson, I mean, his character in Ghostbusters is not actually Ernie Hudson because his last name is Hudson. That's right. How long into this article do you think until they answer the question, why didn't she come back? How many par- second to last paragraph? <laughs> um, no, it's not. It's not that. You know what it is? It's a trick question. They never do. They never answer the fucking question because this is what they this is what they say about it. So why didn't Allison Dean? This is this is like five paragraphs in. So why didn't Allison Dean Dean return for Coming to America too? It's uncertain why Allison Dean wasn't cast in Coming to America, but it's but it's perhaps not too surprising that she didn't return after starring in a couple of episodes of the TV series Girlfriends. Between 2006 and 2007, she didn't return to screens until 2019. And even then, that was for a short film called The Talk. She played Tasha Wright. So someone just looked up her fucking IMDb to write this story, by the way. They have absolutely no uh, inside source at all. Nevertheless, she's set to star in a TV movie called Zodiac, Gaia, which is her her character's name, which is currently in post-production. So and then so is, this, is this about the Zodiac Killer? I don't, I don't know, but it says Coming to America Two began filming back in August 2019, and it's always possible that she was busy at the time. Uh. <laughs> That's what a fucking like! How dare you title your article that? And then your answer, I mean, it might the end of this article might as well be a shrug emoji and a middle finger. Yeah, it's like you tell me. Oh my god! He's besides, she's not the only one of the original cast not to return. There's no Samuel L. Jackson cameo, and then the likes of Eric LaSalle don't appear either. <laughs> the two people that the two other people that also didn't uh, didn't um, appear. Is there going to be a companion article? Why didn't Eric LaSalle appear in Coming to America? 
Yeah, just use the same article and change the names. Exactly. Let's just just use his IMDb. Well, he was on ER from 1994. To... <laughs> Jesus yeah, he, Christ. Uh, what, he didn't really do much after uh, ER, did he? Mm, I don't think so, no. Uh, Eric LaSalle. He spells his name weird. E-R-I-Q. I guess he didn't do that. Yes. His parents spelled his name weird. Yeah, unless it's like a stage name. Oh, the first thing he ever did was a movie called Rappin'. <laughs> he played... Like W-R-A? Or... Yeah. He played Ice. He was in the 2017 movie Logan. He played, really? He played Will Munson. I don't... I've seen Logan. I don't remember him in that. Huh. I think maybe he was one of the bad guys or something. I don't know. I mean, if he's not Logan, probably. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and then he was in Under the Dome, five episodes of that. Did you watch that? No. Yeah, I didn't either. I, I mean, the book was okay. Yeah, I heard it was... I heard the, the show was fine, but, you know, like you, the I wasn't super impressed with the book. It's like, when do that... You, when do that, you think that he came up with the idea for the book, uh, for what was behind it at the end of the book? Yeah, I think so, yes. I don't, but think, you don't that, think he knew going in. What, he's like, ah, oh, Jesus, what am I going to do now? Yeah, I don't think that was planned at all. Uh, he was in an episode of Chicago Justice in 2017 called Dead Meat. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't been, he hasn't done anything since 2017. That's the last, that's the last I've seen him. What's Eric LaSalle been up to? Uh, it's the last four years. Let's write an article about it. Shrug. Don't know. I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> Sound off in the comments on what you think he's been up to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a fun new uh, segment. Sound off in the comments. <laughs> or we go to uh, like sloppily written uh, articles and just light them up. Yeah, there you go. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Uh, this movie left a lot to be desired for me. I mean, it was the my biggest indictment of it is that it wasn't that funny. There was very little I laughed at. Oh, also, uh, don't forget that um, it wasn't terrible, which is saying a lot. I mean, it could have easily been terrible. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. I will, I'll agree with that. But I feel that... Uh, I, I, do you think Eddie Murphy thinks it's funny? I don't know. I, I mean, at, at one point he looks directly at the camera, and I'm like, dude, that was very funny in Trading Places that one time that you did that, and you've tried in a couple other movies to do that, and it do, it, it doesn't work. This situation is not a situation that calls for you to look directly at the camera. I don't know. Maybe yeah, he does. Do you think he's- Maybe he doesn't. I don't know. Do you think he's going to try and uh, ruin some more uh, classics that he was in? Not ruin, but again, it's just, it doesn't add, I mean, I feel that, especially in a comedy, if you want to make a sequel, it's got to be pretty quick. I've never seen a sequel that's, you know, been way later that was, like, you know, amazing. Like, Dumb and Dumber 2 wasn't terrible. If it had come out, like, a year or two after Dumb and Dumber, it would have been a hilarious hilarious movie. What about Raw Part 2, where... (laughs) Where he talks oh, no. about... Where he, uh, where he comes back to Mr. T. Yeah. He comes back to Mr. T and talks about uh, 
how he's not homophobic anymore or whatever. I don't know. This movie had a lot of um, had a lot of like, oh, girls can can be the best too, and and uh, we we love this guy just because he's got a penis, and you know, like, isn't that ridiculous kind of stuff? And it's like, that's. I mean, you have daughters. I have daughters. I think both of us are aware of misogyny when it happens, but that's pretty like way on the nose and like, yeah, we get it guys. I mean, you could have maybe been a little more subtle and elegant about how you, uh, you addressed that issue, especially on national women's day. When we're recording this, it's national women's day, everybody. But, uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I thought it was a little, it didn't turn me off in the, like the, Oh, everything's PC now. Cause I don't fucking care. But, it turned me off in the fact that it was like, oh, wow, I get it. It's like you're hitting me in the head with a hammer. I understand script, what you're trying to say. Right. But, yeah, there, there, so there was a little bit of that. Not too much. Uh, you know, they. I think they realized because they went so overt with basically just saying it. I mean, when Eddie Murphy looked right into the camera, he might as well have said, oh, it, you can be a woman and be in charge, too. Um so I, I think because of that, they were like, oh, well, let's just put that in like two scenes. Because other than that, it's going to get really preachy and dumb sounding. And I'm like, mm, two scenes is preachy and dumb sounding, guys. The whole way you handle it is. They, they mentioned, uh, like, I, I, you know what I think? Okay, so to answer your question <laughs> you asked, this is what I think. I think that Arsenio Hall and Eddie Murphy think it's funny when they dress up as other things, uh, whether it's an old preacher or an old barber or a Jewish man or like, you know, I, I think I think that's what they find funny. And I think they were like, oh, remember doing that and how fun that was. It, I think that's what they they enjoyed about this. I, it doesn't look to me. It didn't look like they were having a ton of fun filming this. Not that they weren't having any fun. Yeah. But it's like I didn't get the sense of like, oh man, they they're really happy to be back. They're really passionate about that. I didn't get that at all. I got that from the Dolomite is my name movie, but not this. Yeah. Wesley yeah. Snipes is the only one that seems to be happy to be out of prison and acting again. Because <laughs> he really did seem happy in this movie. What did you think about his African warlord character? Yeah, I, I mean, I thought he was clearly having a lot of fun. I mean, um, I, I like Wesley Snipes. I mean, he's you know he's pretty good in comedies. He was good in Major mm-hmm. League uh, yep. One, not yep, two. Correct. He's too big for number two. Yeah, Omar Epps um, he's, he's, number two. Yeah, he's almost a comedic character in um, in uh, Demolition Man. Yes, Simon. Phoenix. Yeah, I know I everything I mean, about his he, filmography. <laughs> I mean, I've only seen. I mean, I, I think I've seen Passenger Fifty One, which is like an action movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Always been. I didn't black. see that. I didn't see that. Two Two Wong Fu. Maybe? I saw that. Yeah, that's a comedy, right? Yeah, he's good in that. I saw that recently for uh, the the other podcast I do, Retro Late Fee. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's very good in that. Um, he's in Blade, obviously. I've seen. Yeah, I didn't. I'm I've not seen, a big Blade fan. I've seen Blade, the first Blade. I haven't seen any of the other Blades. 
Yeah, I mean, Blade 2 was actually kind of like a better, it was almost like a horror movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, Blade 3 just flat out sucked. Blade 1 still holds up. I watched it recently, and it's still, you know, at least for me, it was the first time I'd ever seen it. But it, to me, it still holds up. They Some of the stuff, obviously, is dated, like the some of the effects and, and everything like that. Um, but, I mean, like, the, the vampires having a blood rave and stuff like that, like, that's very 90s, but... But I'm like, yeah, they would. They'd probably do that. '90s vampires probably would have a blood rape. Yeah, I mean, it's like a cool opening scene, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and what's his name? Uh, Donald Loge is there. Love him. Oh yeah, yeah, I think he is. Um, the second one is really not that bad. I mean, like I said, it's more horrific. That that makes it kind of cool. The third one is just, eh. it's like, yeah, okay, I'm way over this. I loved um, what's his name in it. The I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of angst like in characters, oh, yeah. especially like when they're like in a like an action movie, right? And there's like too much of that in Blade for me. He's like, oh, I'm a vampire. My mother was killed. It's like, okay, we get it. You don't like vampires? Who plays Whistler? I can't remember that actor. Is that name. Kevin Chris Christopherson? Yeah, there you go, Chris Christopherson. That's right. Um, one of my favorites. One of my favorite lines is he hands of that thing. And he's like, uh, it's, he's like, he goes, it's heavy. And he goes, but you're so big. Mm. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and then, of course, the, the classic line is, um, uh, you know, some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That, I think, tough guys, I think, in that movie. That makes no sense to me. But I liked, uh, what's his name? Uh the the lead villain um he's so good in that in that movie too. Steven Dorf Yeah, Steven Dorf that's right the the most 90s villain ever Steven Dorf and he just wants yeah, to turn the much. whole world into vampires and keep some some human beings as blood sacks i guess yeah yeah i don't know it doesn't seem like a great idea no but you know and what are you going to do if you're a vampire? You're going to slap on some SPF 100 or whatever they try to do so they don't burn up into the sun? Yeah, yeah I don't know. Uh, so other than that, uh, I've just been playing uh, online poker recently because it's legal here, finally, in the state of Mich- Michigan. Oh, they should do some commercials for it. Yeah. <laughs> All over the place, right? Have you? I saw like four in a row at one point. Have you played at all, Mike? I didn't, but what I did was I took advantage of like these special offers. Like, so they had this one where it was um, every 313 people who bet, it would move the point spread like by one point. Oh, okay. So basically, I had the Pistons up by 110 points. Nice. And so yeah, it was like free money, but it was only like fifty dollars, so it wasn't like anything like you know. But I mean, it was it was like free money is all you know. That's good. Free money is always good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I've been I've been playing on there. They had the, a big series, the Michigan Championship of Online Poker. So I was playing a lot of those tournaments, uh, and I also uh, subscribed to Poker Go, which is a um, an app with all the old poker associated you know tv things like the world series of poker's on there and uh world poker or not world poker tour but uh like poker after dark and stuff like that pretty much anything that they could buy that was for sale that was poker related they bought so there's a bunch of streaming stuff on there 
That's pretty cool. Uh, so that's my my week's been poker heavy. Um, it's you know it's the last day today of the Michigan Coop. So uh, from here on out, I'll probably just play occasionally, not much. But yeah, that's pretty much what I've been doing this week. Have you uh, have you had any more adventures this week? No, I've just been watching a lot of uh, the Detroiters again, and uh, mm. I think he should leave. Is uh, one of the guys from Detroiters, Tim Robinson? Uh, it's on Netflix. Okay. Hilarious! I could watch it. I do watch that constantly. And my wife and I are watching Justified, so there's that. Oh, nice! Timothy Oliphant owned Justified. Oh, like it. Yeah, I'll. Uh, I, I'm. I'm going to check out Justified, and I'm going to recheck out the Detroiters. And you said, I think you should leave. Is that what you said? Yes. All right. Yeah, I'll check that out too. Just like look up clips of it on YouTube even. It's it's very funny. All right. Well, that is, uh, that's our show for the night. Uh, Mike, yeah, anything else you want to tell people? No. All right. Well, then we will see you next time. Bye. See you next time.